In an absolute brave and stunning admission, Jennifer Lawrence has come out in her recent interview with Vogue magazine and revealed that she has bad dreams. Stunningly brave, stunningly bold of her to make that statement. She also made a whole bunch of statements about how much she doesn't like her family and how into politics she is, amongst other things. This interview was an absolute train wreck, an unhinged abomination of the woke Hollywood left who thinks they are the greatest thing since sliced bread in the hula hoop. So in this video, I'm going to talk a little bit about what Jennifer Lawrence had to say and what I think about what she had to say. I am Dan. This is the Soul of Wisdom. If you haven't been here before, hi. Nice to have you here. Please do take a moment, if you haven't done so with this channel, to subscribe to us, hit the notification bell, hit the like button on this video, and share it with your friends. I've said it a million times. I continue to say it. It is discussion that the media apparatus is trying to shut down. They're trying to have one voice. So if you're interested in differing opinions, differing ideas, and you want to have discussion, you need to subscribe to content creators who want to do that very thing. And I am one of those people. So please do consider hitting the subscribe button. Okie dokie. So just to set the stage, first off, this Vogue interview is lengthy and artsy, at least it tries to be, and kind of a pain in the ass to read. So I'm actually going to go to the variety breakdown of this interview because it's more to the point. But I want to start off with this little piece from Vogue because it kind of sets the stage as to where the mindset is not only of Jennifer Lawrence but of the person uh, interviewing her. So this paragraph towards the top reads... We were in a suite with side-by-side -side massage tables, showers, and a candlelit hot tub. Flute music played overhead. I remarked that given the weather, it was probably for the best that we didn't go to the driving range. Lawrence nodded. Also, I'm like, like I'm a mom, she said. I need to just lie down. This is the only time I could go to the spa and not feel guilty. Oof. Moments later, she'd got... She added that she got a spray tan the day before, feigning the dotty tone of an eccentric shut-in. I was like, meeting somebody from the outside? I hope that she doesn't think I'm pale. A spa employee appeared and invited us to make use of various communal areas. A Himalayan salt room, a Korean clay room, and a cold room. So, straight off... All of you I know who are watching this video can 100% relate with Jennifer right here about how she's worried about how she looks so she's going to go get an expensive spray tan and how she just needs to go to the spa because she's a mom and has all these pressures of a mom but you know she she needed to find time when she could go and not feel guilty jesus uh this just in jennifer much of america probably the majority of america couldn't afford a spa day right now so just saying okay with that having been said i'm going to go to the variety article uh on this particular interview because again the the vogue version just drones on forever with all sorts of meaningless bs where variety is kind enough to break things down a little easier to read uh if you're watching on youtube or rumble you can of course play along on screen otherwise just listen to the beautiful sound of my voice uh 
Headline reads, Jennifer Lawrence reveals two miscarriages and Tucker Carlson nightmares slams Hollywood pay gap. I get paid less, quote, because of my vagina, end quote. Article reads, Jennifer Lawrence revealed to Vogue in a new cover story that she suffered two miscarriages before giving birth to her son. That is sad. That's that's unfortunate. I know people have had miscarriages and and it certainly messes with you. So, you know. That's no good. I, I don't wish that on her or anybody. Goes on, the Oscar winner said she got pregnant in her early 20s and had a miscarriage alone in Montreal before she could get an intended abortion. I changed my mind. She was going to kill this baby anyways. And she had a miscarriage. So already we're taught we're very much setting the stage about the type of person that we have here but now it's like a trauma for her that she had this miscarriage where if it was an abortion it would be presumably celebrated because that's what the left tells you to do is celebrate your abortion right the duality here it's crazy lawrence got pregnant again during the film of filming of adam mckay's comedy don't look up good movie by the way and suffered a second miscarriage so okay then she had to undergo a surgical procedure to remove tissue from her uterus. Again, I don't, you know, I, I don't wish, mis wish miscarriage on anybody. Say that 10 times real fast. It's hard. But in the same respect, Jennifer, you'd, you'd planned on getting an abortion. So somehow it's, it's like tragic that she had two miscarriages, but one of them was the one she's going to abort anyways. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, Lawrence revealed the miscarriages while discussing her furor over the Supreme Court overturning of Roe v. Wade, the actor's home state of Kentucky. Have you noticed, by the way, that we don't call them actresses anymore? Everybody's just an actor. Just a sideline point. The actor's home state of Kentucky banned abortions after the ruling, which increased a rift in Lawrence's Republican family that started when Donald Trump became president. Lawrence, oh, by the way, in the... Um, in the Vogue version of this, she comes out and calls Donald Trump a jar of mayonnaise. Just an FYI. Anyways, uh, Lawrence was able to have a child because of a medical procedure, and she expressed outrage over the fact that young girls across America now face limited options. Okay, so she's comparing the fact that she was able to have a medical procedure to have a child with young girls having limited options because they might not be able to get an abortion, which is not having a child, killing a child. They might not be able to do that in their home state, or they might have to do it within a certain amount of weeks. <laughs> this lady makes no sense, but you know, whatever. All right, quote, I remember a million times thinking about it while I was pregnant, Lawrence said, thinking about all the things that were happening to my body. And I had a great pregnancy. I had a very fortunate pregnancy, but every single second of my life was different. And it would occur to me sometimes, what if I was forced to do this? Nobody forced you. You ignorant, ignorant person. You weren't forced. The vast, vast majority of pregnancies are not the result of force. You made your choices. Now you may regret that choice, 
but we all make choices that we regret and we have to deal with the consequences. So my pregnancy was great, but I thought, ooh, what if I was forced to do this? Nobody twisted your arm and made you get pregnant, Jennifer. I'm just saying. To continue, according to Vogue, much of Lawrence's disappointment over Roe v. Wade being overturned is, quote, directed at certain relatives back in Louisville, Kentucky, where she'd grown up, including her father. The actor had been trying to repair the family rift after giving birth. Then the Supreme Court ruling was made official and complicated matters. Lawrence processed her family drama in therapy, and she even told her therapist about a recurring nightmare she was having about Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Yeah, because he's, he's super threatening, Tucker is. There's interviews Tucker's done about the lifestyle he lives. He doesn't even like go out and really interact with people. He wakes up, he writes, he spends some time in a sauna. He bikes, doesn't even drive. The man doesn't drive. He bikes to where his studio is, films, leaves goes home, spends time with his wife and family. And this guy is like somebody you should have nightmares about just because he has opinions. And further, she's talking about this family disappointment and this rift because her family has apparently Republican ideals. And somehow, because Roe is overturned, her family situation is worse. But let's read on. I've just worked so hard in the last five years to forgive my dad and my family and try to understand. It's different. The information they're getting is different. Their life is different. I tried to get over it and I can't. I really can't. <laughs> this, this is illustrative, unfortunately, of what's happening in so many families around the world right now. Not just in the United States, but around the world. They're divided over their view on things that that shouldn't divide a family. A family should be about love and supporting each other. It shouldn't be about politics. It really should not. But unfortunately, this happens so often. But it's funny to me that she said that she's been trying hard in the last five years to forgive her father. Forgive her father for having different values than she does different political points of view she has to forgive her or she has to forgive him rather what kind of insanity <laughs> you know but but i understand it a little bit so i have a, a family member who i don't really talk with anymore to be honest with you because they're not interested in having discussion because we're so divided. I'm more right-leaning. That person is more left-leaning. And I've said time and again that I will defend your ability to say whatever it is you want to say because this is America and we should be able to have these discussions and talks and have different points of view. On the flip side, this person has never supported anything that I've said. They've never tried to defend me. They've never tried to understand me. They have expressed how they fear me, which is funny because she fears Tucker Carlson, but they've expressed how they fear my, my point of view when it's just words. 
I say words and people are frightened. So I guess I, I understand this dynamic, but it's still disappointing to me. You shouldn't have to forgive your father for having a different point of view. That's not something that needs forgiveness. That's life, Jennifer. Just saying. Okay. But she continues, I'm sorry, I'm just unleashing, but I can't fuck with people who aren't political anymore. You live in the United States of America. You have to be political. It's too dire. Politics are killing people. This is one point that Jennifer Lawrence and I will agree upon. Politics are killing people. It's killing her. She is going insane because she is, her brain has become warped by political divisiveness, by her father and her presumably having different views on things. Politics is killing people, but not the ones she thinks. It's killing her. And she's the frog in the pot boiling. She can't even see what's happening to her. That's sad. Lawrence added, I don't want to disparage my family. A little late, but okay. But I know that a lot of people are in a similar position with their families. How could you raise a daughter from birth and believe she doesn't deserve equality? How? Why is it a quality? She's talking, no doubt. This is she hasn't come out and said it, but this is what it is. She wants abortion. Her dad doesn't. We. This is just a fact. It, it, this is the. This is the thing. So. She believes that because her father doesn't believe she should have the right to kill a fetus, that that is somehow not equal. Well, what about the rights of that that life that is growing inside of you, Jennifer? I know nobody wants to believe that that's a life. There are people out there that are making arguments that life doesn't happen until you start building memories now, which is just insane. Which is, you know, like three, four months after birth. Can you tell I'm a little worked up about this? I'm worked up because this is... This is... A, this is a perfect example, a national, international, honestly, example of how people are driving themselves crazy with politics and then breaking up their families because of it. It's insane. But, you know, perhaps we'll learn more from this than we have from any of the movies that she've made. she's made. And I like Jennifer Lawrence, too. I think she does all right in her movies. I don't know. Anyways, article goes on, inequality is something Lawrence had to contend with in Hollywood, too, where she was often paid lower than her male co-stars. The Sony hack revealed she made far less than the likes of her male co-stars on American Hustle, while reports revealed in 2021 that she earned $5 million less than Leo DiCaprio on Don't Look Up, despite sharing top billing with him. One last thing, I looked this up, Okay. Jennifer Lawrence has a net worth of $160 million. Now, bear in mind that I just read through an article where this person is whining, moaning, bitching, and complaining about how horrible life is. And she has a net worth of $160 million. She is 32 years old. Leo DiCaprio, who she just whined and complained about having made more than her on Don't Look Up, 
He's 47 years old and has a net worth of $260 million. He's 15 years older. He's earned more money. That makes sense, wouldn't you say? But just one little highlight. Let me scroll down on the net worth page because this is important for Jennifer Lawrence. For the 2016 movie Passengers, Jennifer Lawrence earned $20 million. Not bad for a, a movie, I would say, but which was $8 million more than her co-star Chris Pratt. And Chris Pratt's kind of a big deal. She made $8 million more. But yet, we're whining and complaining about the inequality of how she's paid less than her male counterparts, when clearly right there is an example of where she made significantly more. Jennifer Lawrence is an example of what's wrong with the world right now. First off, everybody's got politics all up in their headspace. You need to let some of this go or at least be able to put it in a box. That's one thing that I'm good at. I don't let politics completely control everything I do. Now, this is, is largely a podcast with a political slant. So we talk about it. But it doesn't rule my day. When I'm done with this video and I upload it, I'm moving on to other things. I'm going to tend to my family. I'm going to tend to my businesses. This thing goes in a box. And that's healthy. You have to have an understanding of what's going on in the world. You have to be able to talk about stuff. You have to understand its impact on you. But you don't have to let it ru rule your life. You also don't have to let it ruin your family. But this is what happens. People get this stuff up in their head. And if you're not with me, you're the enemy. Anakin Skywalker quote right there. That's crazy. For her to have this division between herself and her father over one political matter. It's insane. And it's sad. It's sad that this is what the world is right now. But it is, and she provides a very public example of how we're all broken. But it also tells us, quite honestly, she's going nuts. I'm sorry, but she is. So if you're looking to Hollywood for your examples of good living, if you're looking to Hollywood for your examples of how to make it in this world, if you're going to them for opinions on what you should think, you need to rethink how you go about your life. Jennifer Lawrence is not the person to go to to have any kind of understanding or knowledge of how the world should be. Quite honestly, none of them are. I don't care how they lean politically, left or right. If they're in Hollywood, quite honestly, their purpose is to pretend to do things, get paid large sums of money for it, and entertain us. That's it. They really need to stick to their lane stay in their lane and do what they do because when they do it and do it well it makes us all happy and they get paid incredible sums of money jennifer lawrence is worth 160 dollars 160 million dollars rather that's her net worth and for what honestly she pretended to be something she was good at it she was entertaining good for her i never I never rag on somebody for how they get their money as long as it's legal, you know. 
good honor. That's the beauty of America. But stick to your lane. And honestly, Jennifer and anybody else who thinks like Jennifer, politics is destroying you. Let it go. Let it go. Go find some peace. Go find some love. Build your family back up. Because if you continue down this road, you're going to be an incredibly lonely person with nobody on their side. That's where that road ends. And it'd be sad for Jennifer Lawrence or for anybody if they reached the end of that road and then realized what a wrong turn they took. But let me know what you think in the comments. Do you think that the way she's talking, the way she's thinking in this interview is just as unhinged as I think? Or do you think she's got everything right and I'm the crazy one? Let me know in the comments. Just do be respectful. If you haven't already done so, like, subscribe, share with your friends. Until the next time I see you, thank you for watching.